Hey, TK Show sponsored by South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Northern California's number one volume dealer. Check them out at SouthCountyChryslerJeepDodge.net or drive a little and save a lot in Friendly Gilroy. from the San Jose Mercury News, the Bay Area News Group, it's the TK Show. Now here's your host, Tim Kawakami. Hey everybody, Tim Kawakami here, TK Show. Haven't said that for a while. I've been a little, we've had a little travel, we've had some other things to do. We are back now from the Warriors facility. TK Show live with Warriors assistant coach Jaron Collins. Jaron, how you doing? Great to have you on. Again, you've been on the show a couple times, I think, or I can't even remember, but uh, you got San Antonio now. Does that help kind of clarify everything? I imagine knowing that you got the Spurs. Yeah, obviously. Thanks for having me on. Um, having said that, we're locked in. You know, we know our opponent. We've been uh, prepping for them for a couple days now, and uh, we're good to go. So we're excited. Western Conference Finals. What do you think? I mean, we all know Popovich, and we know Ginobili, and we know what they've run, Kawhi Leonard. As a coach, when you know you're going to play in the Western Conference Finals, what do you think when you know you're playing San Antonio? Well, you're playing against a very, very uh, well-oiled machine. Yeah. I mean, they have uh, tremendous talent, tremendous players, and uh, they're coached by one of the best to ever do it. So we know that we, uh, we have a tremendous uh, challenge ahead of us. Uh, having said that, we're excited because we know that we match up really well um, against them, and uh, you know we've, we've been offensively, defensively, um, we know what's coming as far as you know plays and system, passing, movement, uh, Lamarcus on the on the block, Kawhi penetrating, uh, Danny Green and Patty Mills from three point line, and then offensively, we know that if we move the ball, we'll be okay. Do you look at those three games you played, the, the opener you lose, the, the middle one was kind of weird, the third one was, was uh, a good game for you guys. I mean, do you see a kind of a through line there, or is it hard to kind of connect each one of those three games? You take moments out of each game. Um, from the first game, you know, the way that we closed quarters really hurt us. Um, they went on a run. Jonathan Simmons was very impactful yep. in, that, in, the, in that first game, and they went on runs to close the first quarter, to close the half, close the third quarter, and by that, you know, we were you know down 20 or 30. Uh, from the second game, that's pretty much a wash. Other than uh, Ian Clark got a lot Ian of confidence, got a lot of confidence, got a lot of confidence playing against them, and uh, you know he did some really good things. But obviously, you know the, the schedule being what it was, it was just. Anyways, uh, in the third game, I will say obviously we did not have Kevin in that game. But we learned a lot about ourselves going down uh, early and uh, getting back, fighting our way back into that game. Uh, the way we defended, the way we re rebounded the ball, and the way we, we were able to push our pace and uh, kind of impose our will on them um, as the game wore on uh, was pretty impressive. But uh, having said that, they've improved a lot uh, from where from that game till now. Obviously, they're without uh, Tony Parker. Um, tough injury loss for them. Uh, but Kawhi Leonard, who should be available for Sunday's game, and Lamarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol. I mean, they have a very, very talented team, as I mentioned. And obviously, Pops, you, know, you, know, you never know what uh, his adjustments and his game plan. You know, we'll kind of just wait and see. But, um, you know, we're ready to go. Do you, t as a coach, you, do you take the – I do this. Ian Clark scored 36 against him. He might feel comfortable. I mean, comfortable is a bad word, but – 
this is a guy, okay, let's see what he can do against the Spurs again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've, we've had some guys who played really well against them. Um, obviously, the other, other addition to our team, Matt Barnes, mm -hmm. uh, I thought he did a fantastic job against Kawhi. Uh, I mean, <laughs> all, all things being, you know, yeah, can, yeah. You know he's not the Kawhi stopper, yeah. but, but yeah. Uh, nobody, you know, is the Kawhi stopper. He's not like saying the, the Jordan stopper. Yeah. yeah, he's the Kobe stopper. I don't want to put that down. The, Jaren, the Jaren stopper. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a lot easier. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of screens out there. Uh, no, but I thought Matt, Matt Barnes had a, uh, did a pretty good job on him defensively, so I can see Matt getting some, uh, you know, and those are all things that we take into our coaches' meeting mm -hmm. and uh, all th those type of discussions when we, we work through our rotations going mm -hmm. forward. How much do you think, do you go in and say, okay, who, who's going to guard Durant and who's going to guard Curry? I mean, I'm sure, imagine you guys do some of that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you look at their, their rotation, who, who they substituted when, um, you know, so in the first quarter, if their first substitution's at the six-minute mark, you know, that Manu's probably going to come in. Uh, we'll probably counter with Andre Iguodala, and then you know just go for the matchups accordingly. Um, you know that I'm not saying giving away information. Mm -hmm. We like to go small. Do yeah. we? When do we go small? You know those time, those type of matchups and those type of things. We we look at all of those things and um, you know just try to have a game plan going in. Jonathan Simmons did did hurt you in that game one, yeah. and obviously he yeah. steps in and has a really nice game. Absolutely. Uh, in the closer. I mean, how do you evaluate someone who hadn't played very much? Or you just say, okay, in those games, we know what he can do. Or do you still not quite sure what Jonathan Simmons can do? No, no, no. We, we, we show a lot of tape on him. Uh, he's he had a fantastic job. He's done a fantastic job for them subbing in. It's kind of like uh, Pat McCaw for, mm -hmm. for, for, yeah. for, for them um, the same way. You know, sometimes he's in the rotation, sometimes he's out. But when he's in the rotation and he's, he's playing aggressively, he's, he's very talented. I was just watching this series against Memphis where he scored, I want to say, nine straight points. Mm -hmm. He had two threes and then went to the basket and got an and one, made the free throws. He had nine straight points in a, in a game against, um, I might have said, might have been game six, mm -hmm. I think uh, I was watching. Um, but again, we, we, we put the clips together, we show the guys, um, and we, we, you know, someone like uh, Jonathan Simmons, who could have an impact in the, in the series, we want to make sure that we're locked into doing what we need to do to be effective against him. You expect Kawhi to be guarding Draymond a lot? Uh, it's it's tough to say. Yeah. Um, they could put Kawhi, um, you know, at the first game of the year. I want to say they put Kawhi on uh, on Clay. Yeah. So you, you just and, but a lot of that Danny Green didn't play in the first yeah. game of the yeah. year. So you know you know I, I would I would anticipate probably Kawhi on Kevin. Mm -hmm. um, but you know you never know what the matchups are going to be. And, um, but a, a lot of it will be cross match also because of our ability ability to defensive switch. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see what happens with the matchups and whatnot. But at the end of the day, what makes the Spurs so good um, in the game, in the, excuse me, in their series against Memphis and their series against Houston, was their extra effort. The way that you got to defend multiple possessions, uh, multiple efforts on the same possession. Um, you got to, they're, they're, they crash the glass uh, relentlessly. They're sending Patty Mills, mm -hmm. Danny Green, Manu Ginobili are all going to the offensive glass. So it's going to be you know, a physical battle on the boards. You know, it's just one of those ways that they try to get extra possessions mm -hmm. by getting those offensive rebounds. Um, go back to something my old coach used to mm -hmm. say, Jerry Sloan. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, you want to stick out like a sore thumb, just play harder than your opponent. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the, the Spurs way. That, they, they, just, they just play hard. And you know, when that shot goes up, you got to hit, hit bodies, get, finish possessions, get the defensive rebound, then we can run. What's it like to see Ginobili play a game like he did, finish like he did in game five? A contemporary of Jaron Collins, uh, I, I, if I can say correctly. Uh, I mean, just to, that, that he, you know he's there. You know he's out there. Maybe not every game, um, but 
he can finish. He can he can make a special play somewhere in there. Yeah, and every you know every once in a while he can put the performance together that you know you turn back the clock, mm -hmm. but. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, that he has to have like impactful plays like he did in Game Five, mm -hmm. but sometimes just his, his veteran savviness mm -hmm. out there on the floor to put guys in the right spots. Um, obviously, they lost a huge playmaker when um, when uh, Tony Parker went yeah. out of their lineup, but now they're playing through Lamarcus on the block. They're mm -hmm. playing through Powell on the elbows. They're playing through uh, Manu and Kawhi in pick and roll situations. So we have to be diligent. Um, and again, you, you can never under, underestimate to still align uh, the heart of a champion. Um, so, you know, Manu's a proven winner in this league. He's been doing it for a really long time. So, you know, we have to do, it, do the job against him. You got some secret stuff from Mike Brown and Steve Kerr. Got some secret Spurs stuff at all? Uh, throw in David West in David there as West, well. we just uh, thought, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously, the, the familiarity that David, Steve, and uh, Mike have with the Spurs as an organization, uh, personnel-wise, will, um, will be huge for us going forward. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're getting locked into our keys and, you know, things we're trying to take away, things we're trying to limit, and things we need to do to be successful in game one. All right, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. They're coming from everywhere. It's the biggest record-breaking discounted truck month at South County Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We want to move all Ram products today. New Ram trucks with discounts of more than $15,000. New Ram trucks as low as fifteen eight eighty eight. New 2017 Ram ProMaster cargo vans as low as fifteen eight eighty eight. Take the new Ram 2500 Longhorn Crew Cab and save $13,000. What? Are you nuts? You better get down here. This is crazy. Don't want to get too much in the details with Steve. We all know. I mean, it just <coughs> just want him better, and when he's better, we'll we'll know. How much contact do the other than Mike do the other assistants have with Steve? Do you get text or do you have conversations with Steve? I just spent a couple hours with him this morning. Okay. Um, he he came in and uh, we had a coaches meeting, mm -hmm. so we were watching tape and uh, breaking down the film and going over our game plan and presentation to the guys. Mm -hmm. um, so he, you know, he's 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 still very involved, um, whether it be texts, phone calls. Or like this morning where he came in and um, was in our was in our coaches meeting, mm -hmm. um, but he's still he's still still very very involved. Obviously, he's going through um, you know the health um, issue that he's going mm -hmm. through, and uh, we won't want him back um, as soon as possible. But he's got to get right. Was the Luke thing last year kind of the test drive? I mean, you know, you don't want to have experience with this, but because that one was just out of the you know just all of a sudden in training camp. Luke's never done it. You guys kind of adjusted to it. Is is this been a little easier? And also because Mike's had the head coaching experience. All of the above. I mean, uh, it, you know, it's obviously a difficult situation whenever your head coach has to uh, take a leave of absence. Uh, leave of absence. But um, the experience that we all gained um, for myself sitting in that chair in the first chair and helping Luke out last year and um, our players going through it. Uh, I thought that Luke did a fantastic job last year. Um, Mike is doing a fantastic job this year. And uh, our players are, um, you know, we have, we have such great veteran leadership. And um, uh, Steve has really done a great job of empowering all of us, yeah. from coaches to players alike, uh, where it, it, it is a collaborative effort all the way around, from, um, you know, myself to Ron to Q to Nick to all of us uh, stepping up and, 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 and you know, and, and helping Mike and, and Mike's leadership has been fantastic, but also the leadership of our, our veteran guys um, have really um, helped keep us going in the right direction. 
And then you add in that we do have experience with this. Um, we're, we're, it's it's not uh, unfortunately it's not as foreign yeah. right now. So what what's the expansion of your role? Is it maybe rotation? Maybe uh, more offensive responsibility? What what, what increases all, for you? All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, whereas um, Mike and Steve uh, came up with rotations. Um, when Mike and Steve come up with rotations, it's my job to remind Mike um, during the game. As so the do, game, you as the the game chart? do you hold the chart? Do you hold the chart? Well, we, we've kind of divvied it up, but I am one of the guys that holds the chart now. Yeah. But obviously um, there are in-game adjustments that need to be made, so consulting with Mike on those things. Um, you know, ATOs, substitution patterns, uh, defensive adjustments, all those things. So it, again, it's a collaborative effort with everything that we do, but um, definitely just being more vocal and continuing to, to assist in any way that I can to help us achieve our goal. You mentioned, I think, before the season that, that you're going to definitely be more involved with the offense. You're going to do a crash course on the offense. H have you done that, and, and do you have to do it even more now, obviously, with Steve? Steve's Steve, offense, really. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> the the biggest thing that really helped um, for that, well, you know, the situation is what it was. But when uh, Steve took a leave of absence last year, mm -hmm. and me stepping up into that number number one seat with Luke, um, basically just having a full grasp of the offense, mm -hmm. and I needed to know, you know, when we were talking about ATOs, who goes where. Mm -hmm. um, so ever since then, I mean. I, I know our offense inside and out. Um, I know our defensive game plans and uh, possible adjustments and whatnot. So it, it really helped in, in, in my development and um, gave me confidence to know that I can, you know, do my job. You give it to number 30 a lot. I think that's <laughs> one thing I've learned about this offense. And if not 30, and then 35 is pretty good, and there's another couple guys there you can give it to. Uh, we, it works out all right when you do that. Well, I'm just trying to get the ball to, to my guy, Javel. There so you go. Get some more, uh, you know, he hit the mid-range. Let's, let's see the three next game. Uh, in <laughs> under pressure, on the road, in the playoffs. That's why we work on it. <laughs> Jaron Collins. Well, you ask Mike Brown, like, like I see JaVale walking around during timeouts, and he's stretching his legs at, at, at the scorer's table. They, I ask him, like, you might put him back in at some point. Does he Is he aware of that? And Mike Brown says, that's such JC. JC keeps <laughs> in contact with that. I mean, how much contact verbally do you have to be with, with, with JaVale, who sometimes isn't, I mean, I'm not ripping him here, but some, he's not in the huddle for timeouts, and he might be put in the game at some point. Well, he, he knows, um, you know, when, when, when his minutes are, usually. Yeah. And if we uh, are thinking about putting him back in the game, um, you know, there was a situation in maybe Portland where we put him in back in in the fourth quarter, yeah. and I think maybe in Utah. Utah, Utah the we put close out, closeout game, right? So, oh, game, no, game three, I think. It was. Game yeah. three, yeah. yeah. So if those, those, those type of situations come up, I'll, I'll give him a heads up yeah. so that just making sure that he's, uh, you know, staying locked in. But at the end of the day, uh, JaVale has a, a firm grasp of his role, mm -hmm. and um, he understands what we need him to do to be successful, our team to be successful, and what he needs to do for himself to be successful um, when he's out there on the floor. And he's been an absolute pleasure to work with, and um, it's, it's, it's really proud of him. Of, of the, you know, he's put, he's, he's put the effort in, he's put the time in. Um, you know, he works extremely hard, he's, um, very diligent, um, and you know, the success that has come to him 
uh, has been by his hard work. So I was very, very proud. You, you get him that first day he's here. You know, you're working as one. You know, I, I one thing yeah, by it, but I always talk to Jaron about and all the coaches about their their players they get on working out one on one. I'm just fascinated by this. What were your impressions of him when you first get him? And we know his reputation. What did you? What was that first day like with with Javale? Well. The, the first day with Javel is, is kind of interesting because it actually goes back to the summertime. Mm -hmm. So when we when we um, talked about signing him, mm -hmm. um, I, I live in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. He lives in Los Angeles in the off season. So yeah, I went to start working with him in the in the summertime. It was just watching his workouts mm -hmm. and giving him pointers. And, and then um, the weird thing is, when I was a player, and he was a young kid coming into the league, we actually did workouts together mm -hmm. because we had the same agency. Okay. We were at the same agency. Yep. And the, the thing that just, you know, always just, I was fascinated by was his athleticism. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes down to it, um, for his size, his wingspan, um, he's arguably one of the fastest guys on our team. And he's probably one of the most athletic guys on our mm -hmm. team, uh, his ability to play above the rim. Um, so that, that really just jumped out at me that, you know, I, I hadn't seen him play a lot in Dallas. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just working with him in the summertime, I was like, man, this, this guy's in freak athlete mm -hmm. still and um, I knew that he would he'd be it, it, his 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 skill set is something that we did not have yeah. um, his ability to you know vertical spacing and play above the rim and that type of stuff and if we could just limit some of the um, extra stuff mm -hmm. and just give him a very defined role um, when he's playing out there with our guys I knew that he'd be he'd be successful. This is before he signed. Oh, uh, this when you, when well, you, I mean, this is right, the summertime. Right at, yeah. I don't know when he actually signed yeah. his contract. But I know, it, it, you know, we were work, we were in um, Santa Monica, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just just going through some stuff. And it was <laughs> the funny story about that is, so uh, Russell Westbrook is also <laughs> with the um, with with the uh, agency. Mm -hmm. that, so they're all they're all the the agent puts together their workouts. Yeah. yeah. And you've got. Oklahoma City coaches mm -hmm. yeah. and they're watching Russ <laughs> and I'm on the other half of yeah. the court watching JaVel yeah. and it was just a little you know we, we you know Ke it was you know if you yeah. remember back to the summer you know, Kevin had just decided yes. <laughs> I, remember, I think I remember that so, yeah, 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 yeah 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 you remember that yeah, yeah. and then three months so it was a little awkward yeah. but, <laughs> but it was fine you know and then and that's the beauty of uh I, I just you know love playing basketball in the summertime because mm -hmm. it's all about just getting better yeah and, uh, so, man, you're playing in this too? Uh, a little bit. No, huh? no, no, I mean, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing a little bit. There, there. Uh, I, I may have played uh, fives when they when mm -hmm. they were going up and down, but on the individual workouts, yeah. you know, it was, yeah, it was individual. But um, there was an opportunity. There was a time where we did go. We need um, a big here. We, we need were, a big. We're going fives yeah, up yeah. and down, but Ross did not play in that game. But <laughs> oh, you better. Yeah, I don't. Want, no. I don't think I'd want to be on the floor no, for that. No. Nick Young did. Okay. Nick Young got some buckets. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you talk about eliminating some things. How hard is that for a I mean, JaVale can do a lot of things. We know that. How hard is it to say, JaVale, maybe take this away or take this away, streamline your game a little bit? Um, it, 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 a lot depends on the player, quite frankly. Um, in my experience, um, if a player is willing to, to listen and to say, hey, we're going to play to your strengths, mm -hmm. But when you when in the, I'm just talking about Javel, but if you if if you see that you know if somebody's a three and D guy, and then all of a sudden they're putting the ball down on the floor and trying to be a playmaker, and they're turning the ball over, and just say hey, just if you just play to your strengths, if you just space the floor, play defense, you're going to be fantastic. With Javel, if he runs the floor, if he rebounds, provides rim protection, 
and dunks the ball every time he can. Even on the shots you don't think he can dunk, he dunks the ball. Though the, that is that, those that skill set is playing to his strengths, mm -hmm. and um, to his credit, he saw it. And in just the conversations we had, but he also saw it when I you know, showed him tape. Mm -hmm. And 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 again, once you get him playing to his strengths, and then you know you start to build on it a little bit at a time. You know, maybe the opportunity comes where you don't dive. You know, ten out of ten times. Maybe it's nine out of ten, mm -hmm. nine out of ten times on that ninth time. Maybe you get that free throw line jumper. Mm -hmm. But we do need you to dive. Mm -hmm. And he sees what happens to the defense. It collapses, and then the shooters get open. Then you get drive and kick opportunities, and then you know just the, the, everything opens up by just keeping the game simple. And um, and then you know Javel is a very smart person, uh, very hardworking as I mentioned. And then you know he, he saw the pictures and saw and saw and he's improved. Um, not only offensively but defensively How as well. How proud is he of himself? I mean, you know, he doesn't like saying it, but can you see it in himself? He understands the value he sees in himself is just it's ex it's expanded off the you know off the charts this season. Well, I, I, I just think there's the confidence that he's that he's playing with and that he understands his role and understands what's expected of him, understands his minutes when they're coming. Um, he's having a great time. He's a great teammate. Him and Draymond, and I'm sure social media have mm -hmm. seen all the back and forth stuff. But, um, I know he and Duran are close. Yeah, right? him and him and Kev, all yeah. the guys. So, um, you know, and then obviously he's one of the, the guys on our team who just had, a, you know, a new baby and he's a newborn baby. He's got a baby girl and Andre and Sean, Sean and yeah. yeah, so and Draymond, all those yeah. guys. So yeah. they, you know, so there's just the, the connectiveness that they yeah. all have. Um, as a, all these as wild a, guys, NBA guys, just talking about their babies. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, so it, it's just a good, it, it's a good fit. Um, yeah. good, his cult, the, him into our culture and what he's brought, um, not only you know on the basketball court, but in the locker room as well. It's just been a fantastic fit. Another guy you work with is Zaza Pachulia, uh, and he, Zaza himself has talked about that. Kind of the early criticism he received kind of shook him a little bit. I don't know, shook him, but affected him a little bit, and he's just started to stop looking at it. Did you sense that that maybe early on, yeah. running with all these, you know, Durant, Curry, Clay, it, it was a little bit of an adjustment for him. It definitely was a little bit of adjustment. Someone else who we, um, you, you know, you, you got to get to playing to his strengths, and in uh, his. his his biggest asset really is setting screens mm -hmm. and his ability to create space for our shooters and then uh, being a cerebral passer um, at the high post, dribble handoffs, those mm -hmm. type of things. But if you ask uh, Zaza to play out of what we call the dunker, mm -hmm. um, then you're so if you have Zaza playing at the at the what we call the dunker, which is uh, on the baseline about, mm -hmm. you know, six feet um, on either side of the of the key on the baseline. Then this is say to the last series. If you ask Zaza to play in the dunker, then that allows Rudy Gobert to sit in the middle of the paint yeah, yeah. and clog up the paint, and then still get back to Zaza. Mm -hmm. um, it's not saying anything the world doesn't know. He doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have the explosion that yeah. Javale has to finish in those shots. However, if you have Zaza set, be the one setting the screens on the perimeter. Mm -hmm. Now you're freeing up Kevin Durant. Now you're freeing up Steph Curry. And you're uh, pulling the center and you're out. Pulling yeah. the center out exactly. Yeah. So again, it, it, a lot of it is um, coaching for us to, to put Zaza in the best uh, position to be successful mm -hmm. for himself and, and, and the team. Um, but then also for him to make the adjustment and, and figure out how to be um, successful uh, with, our, with our unit. And, it, and it's come, it's mm -hmm. grown as, as the year has gone, gone on. And his defensive communication is remarkable. Um, mm -hmm. So he sees, he sees everything out there defensively, which is great.
he he when he's going through this does he talk to you about it is it a crisis of confidence almost that you've got to kind of buck him up or um it, no i mean look at, at the end of the day zaza is extremely professional and has a lot of pride in his his abilities um I, I think that just the, I don't know, the only thing just comes from the level of frustration that can sometimes happen when he's not being as successful as he would like. And then that's on when I show him tape of all the good things that he's doing and some of the things um, that he can do better. And at the end of the day, um, if you look at his development from the beginning of the year to now, he's, 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 he's improved. And even at someone who's, you know, 13, 14 years in this league and all the you know years of playing overseas, he has a tremendous amount of experience playing professionally mm -hmm. here and abroad. But you can see his development, his improvement um, uh, from the beginning of this year to now. So th those are things that uh, you know you know you you, um, you like to see as a, as a, as a coach, um, as, as a fan of basketball, mm -hmm. for someone to to grow, and even as a as a veteran. I think that all of our bigs, um, quite frankly, have done a really good job mm -hmm. of of growing. By the way, that screaming was not any players. That was uh, Marcus Thompson and a few other guys on the court messing around. They're off the court now, but uh, it, was, it wasn't Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. I want to point that out here. Uh, There's a lot of joy in this building. Oh, that's, there you go. Sometimes even sure. by Marcus Thompson. Uh, you do mention your role. I mean, we've talked about this before, but, Jaron, do, do you see yourself looking for a head coaching job uh, pretty when, soon? When, when the time's right, the time's right. Um, I do have those, those aspirations, having said that. Um, I'm locked in and focused on us achieving our goal, which is a world championship. Pretty interesting. You know, you've got guys on the staff who've all become head coaches. I mean, it must be, you must know that this is a pretty good spot to be if you're going to be assistant coach uh, and the empowerment that, that we've talked about. I, I'm very, very fortunate. I mean, um, you know, what, three years ago, yeah. Steve and Bob called me up and thank God I said yes. So, <laughs> uh, it was a great opportunity. I'm, again, just very blessed and very fortunate to be with this organization. The amount of success we've had over the last couple of years, uh, it's been a privilege to be a part of. I'm just continuing to look uh, to develop it and, and develop my, my skills personally as a coach, but then also just doing my part to help us uh, get where we want to go. When you look at st what Steve does, what, what, what do you take from that? Say, when I'm a head coach, whenever that is, Steve Kerr's, this part of Steve Kerr, I'm going to want to take. His relationships, um, the way he develops the relationships, the way that he, um, and his messaging. Mm -hmm. is, uh, I mean, you can't necessarily copy it, mm -hmm. but um, it's so important, the relationships that coaches and players and coaches uh, to coach everybody has in the organization um, that make sure that we're all pulling in the same direction. Um, he does a great job of messaging, and I think that that's key so that everybody not only understands um, their role, they understand what's expected of them, and, um, and there's the empowerment and the accountability that uh, we all have as coaches and players alike. Um, where we all take ownership of this. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is really an important foundation that Steve has laid. Um, and again, I'm just blessed to be a part of. All right, Jaron, on, on that we'll end. I really appreciate this. As always, great talking to you. And uh, Western Conference Finals. That's uh, pretty exciting for everybody. Let's get it done. Appreciate all right. it. All right, thanks, Jaron. Thanks, Tim.
coming from everywhere. It's the biggest record-breaking discounted truck month at South County Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We want to move all Ram products today. New Ram trucks with discounts of more than $15,000. New Ram trucks as low as fifteen eight eighty eight. New 2017 Ram ProMaster cargo vans as low as fifteen eight eighty eight. Take the new Ram 2500 Longhorn Crew Cab and save $13,000. What? Are you nuts? You better get down here. This is crazy. 